Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Each day on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to start the show with three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. We call it the three at 12.03 on the Colleen and Bradley show, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Ah. And here are your three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, Lindy Tomlin. I love her. She's one of my favorites of all time. She's very retro and vintage. And, um, of course, she's in that wonderful show with that other lady, Jane Fonda. So um, they were on today chatting with uh, those gals. And, um, well, let's just say uh, Lily might have thrown Jane's face under the bus. And then Jane had a nice comeback. Let's listen. You've known each other 15 oh, years. Oh my god, <laughs> long time. I well, think before your first facelift, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? what did you okay, say? I never mind. mind. I, just, I really do. Never mind. mind. We don't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I oh was boy. just kidding. Now we're, now, we're, now we're getting into it. I know. What we, people really Who do. Who are you, Megyn Kelly? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot she was right. the one. Oh, yes. oh, wow. I thought it had been hold on a second. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wait, we have anyone. Let's give it up for Okay, ladies. Okay, ladies. Too really many voices talking. Okay. But um, that was hilarious, was it not? Because you'll remember Megyn Kelly... Uh, got into a, a little bit of a tiff with Jane Fonda because here Jane Fonda's trying to, you know, I don't know, be a woman. And all Megan Kelly wants to talk about is her facelift. Right. She was there trying to promote her movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when Megan Kelly asked her about her face, she was like, that's not what I'm here so to talk about, y'all. I love that, you know, Lily Tomlin doubled down on her face and then... Uh, Jane Fonda, you know, delightfully came back with, who are you, Megan Kelly? It was awesome. Okay, now I'm going to do something that I probably shouldn't do. What? But did you watch the clip? And yeah. this is not an audio situation. Yeah. What was going on with Jane Fonda's lower lip? Did you oh, notice that? No. She got a cancer, cancerous growth removal. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. glad to know that. That's, Thank you. Yep. Because when you're looking at it, there's like sort of an obvious, like it looks like her lower lip is swollen. Yeah. And I was like, did I miss that? Did I miss something? You and I she did. she maybe had another procedure. No. Well, well she I, was, was, <laughs> I was trying to decide who would get their lo- just their lower lip done. It seemed oh, well. like something else was going on. Yeah. She was wearing a bandage on her lower lip earlier this week, and she said she had a cancer taken from her lips she said i thought it was going to heal in time before i came to you to do some press for grace and frankie but it's fine so she's good okay i'm glad to hear that that is great news and thank you very much 
And moving yeah. on. Door number two. Thank you. Let's see what we've got. Number two on the list of the three things we think you need to hear to get about your day. Um, Sharon Stone was asked, these are all like very interviewee. Sharon Stone was asked about her experience in Hollywood following all the sexual misconduct. And uh, she had a very interesting response. This was on CBS on Sunday morning. Were you ever in a position like that? That you felt that you were uncomfortable? You're laughing, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a nervous laugh or are you kidding me? Of course I was. Laugh. I've been in this business for 40 years, Lee. Can you imagine the business I stepped into 40 years ago? Oh, well, that's why I asked. Looking like I look from yeah. nowhere, Pennsylvania. I didn't come here with any protection. I've seen it all. I love that clip. I do too. And, you know, it, it actually made me remember the fact that, remember that famous um, scene in Basic Instinct where she uncrosses her legs yep. and you can see up her skirt? Mm-hmm. You know, when she, it was for many years that was talked about, right? Mm-hmm. And then she did finally eventually talk about it. And she said, basically, that was not what was intended to happen by her what was happening was and these this is her quote and she said this on the talk uh in 2014 she said when we did it obviously it was going to be an innuendo and the director said we can see the white of your underwear i need you to take them off she was reluctant to do it but then she did it anyway and was assured that they wouldn't be able to see anything in the shot and of course that was untrue yeah so it did make me think about that and how you know, when when that kind of thing happens to somebody, um, I would I would lump that right in with all of the other sexual misconduct allegations um, to have told a woman that we will not see your body part if you do this thing that we need you to do and then blatantly show it. Yeah. And of course, if she had objected, that would have like probably, you know either frowned gone upon on, her career fallen on deaf ears or you know, somehow impacted her career. Yeah. But I did love her response. It was so delicious. And here it is behind door number one. Okay, we have not talked about this story, but there's a clip uh, that we can listen to of Paris Jackson talking about it. And it involves Paris Jackson being uh, kidnapped, not kidnapped, um, robbed by, uh, I almost said hijackers. what is the word I'm looking for? Hitchhikers. hitchhikers. <laughs> I had kidnappers, hijackers. I wanted hitchhikers. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to Paris Jackson telling this tale, and then we need to talk about it. One girl was like pretty, pretty up. And uh, I mean, I remember taking out a pair of my own socks and putting them on her and like stopping at a fast food place to get the dinner. And... Honestly, like, I'm not, I'm not doing this to, like, brag about, like, oh my god, I'm such a good person, but, like, this stole my debit card, dude. Like, I give you guys a ride across L.A., and I do my very, very best to be the greatest Uber driver ever, even though I'm not even a part of Uber, and you steal my dude, like, what the Okay, I would just like to let Paris Jackson know you're not an Uber driver for a reason. That's not how Uber works. Mm-hmm. And basically, we gave up hitchhiking in the 70s because people were would get killed. Yeah. So why is Paris Jackson thinking it's okay? This woman needs a parental unit in her life. I fully agreed. How old is she now? Is she even in her... Is she? I would say she's 20. She's 19. She's 19. 19. Um, Yeah, like that was stranger danger. Like one of the first things I learned. Like you are a rich, famous. I mean, 
somebody could have like taken full advantage of her in a way that she hasn't already been taken advantage of by Hollywood and uh, her family. You know, and this is one of those, like, on the one hand, I think, okay, like, a good-hearted person, she wanted to help people, right? Paris Jackson, head on over to the ATM, pull out $50, whatever, hand that to the people, show them how they can get to a bus station or a... Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. You don't need to take them into your car. Yeah. You don't no. need to. You're, it's not your responsibility to usher them to their next station. What do we know from Oprah? Um, once uh, you get in the vehicle, oh, you're you, dead. Yeah, this is true. And I would just flip that around and say, once somebody else gets Thank in your you. vehicle, yes. you're dead. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, location B is not a good place. No, you will never get location B will be six feet under. I was, that's actually location C. Yeah. I was thinking when you asked what do we know from Oprah, I was trying to think of other, you know, glorious things that, that we learned That she's from a billionaire her. who is just like us. That Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what we know yeah. from Oprah. Yeah. Do you ever think Oprah, like, um, reaches for toilet paper and there's none there? No, I don't think she's ever had. <laughs> no, I also don't think she ever her toilet paper roll ever even gets p- past halfway. Yeah. I bet they she probably replace it. I bet she, she doesn't, doesn't use. No, no I, I, yeah, yeah, she's got some new fangled oh, flushies, device. Wipies. Yeah, that like. Oh, that, I bet she uses wipes that wets and dries everything. Um, what? That like washes and then also dries mm-hmm. her undercarriage. Oh, you mean like a fan? Yeah, she's got some device that we don't even know about yet, but it will probably be on her list of favorite things. I just love (laughs) these wipes. Uh, Anyway, you know, a couple things I just wanted to say before we move on on the Colleen and Bradley show. She could have her own kind of wipes. Poopra. I mean, no. let's work on that. Okay, I'm okay. going to workshop that. Okay, break. workshop that, all right? Um, but also, I want to remind people that we are giving away tickets to our manuary party, and we'll do that in this hour. So you want to listen for that hot ticket sounder so that you can be the seventh caller and get a pair of tickets to our manuary party happening tomorrow night at Can Can Wonderland from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. However, if you do not win those tickets, you should know $20 will buy you a ticket to that event. So you can come hobnob with us, rub elbows, meet the men of manuary, have some fun, pizza, mini golf, etc. all happening tomorrow night. Yeah, I think Oprah should call it, what's a dump? Like wipes by Oprah, what a dump, no? Okay. Let's workshop that in the break. All right. When we come back, we will have Elizabeth Reese. She will be coming in. What's a dump? With all the latest. Get it? From Hollywood. They're wipes. In a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Years ago, there was a promotion and Crunch is there. And I said, hey, I don't live far from here. Would you ever come to my house and wake up my kids? Did you traumatize your children by having Crunch (laughs) come and wake up your kids at 6 a.m.? I wish I would have had the phone cameras. Oh, my gosh. He goes in there. What? 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 I mean, they were so freaked out. But then they thought it was so cool. So now it is at least 10 years later. And I'm like, boys, there's Crunch 15 feet away. And I'm like, Crunch! Crunch! Come here! Do you remember thing one and thing two? Oh, you know my kids? Yes. They were green. Uh, I mean, sure they were. Yeah, like, with embarrassment. With em- yes, with Come embarrassment. Here, let's take a picture because who <laughs> no. knows what iteration of Crunch this is. I'm and sure it is. Not they, the one that woke up your children. <laughs> I laughed okay. so hard. 
My sister's laughing so hard. Everyone else is laughing so hard. My kids are green. Oh, I'm glad it that was... you're into a public and private shaming of your children. I was <laughs> the crunch really, mask. I... Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with the Dirt Alert. I'm not the only one who's arrived. I know. Baby Kardashian oh, West the baby. What's has the arrived. Baby's name? Uh, yeah, do we know yet? The baby's name has not yet been released. Okay. Let me check on TMZ, though, if they have Peace. it. But, um Tranquility. Mm-hmm. Kanye West and Kim Gold. Kardashian welcomed their daughter via Floor. surrogate. Floor. <laughs> That's nice. I think the name is Spanish for floor, flower. Oh, not like what you walk eyes, but if you F L O R. Well, North uh, is the, their little four-year-old, and then the their little boy is named Saint, who is two. The newborn weighed in at seven pounds, six ounces. Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian announced the news on her website in a blog post titled, She's Here. And they said, we are incredibly grateful to our surrogate who made our dreams come true with the greatest gift one could give, and to our wonderful doctors and nurses for their special care. North and Saint are especially thrilled to welcome their baby sister. Um, she said... She has said that that getting a surrogate was a very difficult process, that finding someone you can really trust is actually more difficult than you can really imagine. You have to think about their lifestyle. They have to go through psychological testing. She said it was maybe a year before they finalized the current situation. You know, she had a really hard time with her Mm -hmm. pregnancies and Mm -hmm. was advised to not get pregnant again, but they wanted to have a third baby. And um, and so good for them. I think surrogates are doing God's work. I was just going to say, it really is the most amazing gift you can give to another person. Yes. Um, Yeah. There's a couple people I sort of know. I know someone who have done that. Who has done it a couple of times. And it's like, I, I just marvel at how big their hearts are. I mean, that is... When you've been pregnant with your own baby, right. it's an undertaking. And to think about that act of love and doing that for somebody else. Some people, amazing. though, are really, really great pregnant people. I mean, you hear about people. This is the woman that I know. That, mm-hmm. I mean, I just know her from running into her several times. She's been a surrogate twice. And she told me, I just. she said, I just love being pregnant. I'm a great pregnant person. I feel great. I feel like it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I feel like I'm at my best when I'm pregnant. And so she's like, so I wanted to do it for somebody else now that is that conflicts with my personal feelings That's something i'm really good at that i wouldn't want to be you know like i would i'm really glad i'm not good at that my mom said she (laughs) loved being pregnant that she just loved it every time I, I, have I more loved it in I loved it, it in different ways. I think. Guess what? I don't love what giving birth. You want to know oh, what that oh, is? Oh, hard oh. and it hurts. Yeah. And oh. the last time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I did it. When they say that you'll forget, guess what? You don't. You remember, and I still remember because I did it six months ago, and it is not I easy. feel like it takes a while for it to wash does your, off. Um, does, you know, that area just, like, like all of a sudden you get, like, oh, like... So well, when uh, when a guy sees another guy get rammed in the junk, okay, I didn't, didn't know where we were going. What? I, we just didn't know where you were going. We didn't know where we no, were I'm going. saying like you get like, kicked in the schnuts. What's the feeling? Yes, that you instantly go ooh, ooh like you have so the feeling. When you think of like that moment, do you have the like ooh? I don't. Do you? I think, um, well, I had an interesting situation because with my first baby, I had to be induced. So I didn't feel any contractions. I didn't know. I didn't have to choose when to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. They said, it's time to go. This child is two weeks overdue. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Then with my second child, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to know when to go. And I actually went into labor on my own and I felt the first contraction. And then I knew because I'd felt it before. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is it. But then I was in denial. And so I thought, oh, this is going to take days. Well, then by the time I said to my husband, I think we need to get in the car, I was weeping. And driving the four miles from my house to Abbott was the longest four miles of my life. Mm-hmm. And I was you felt every single bump. Oh no my gosh. Doubt, right? I was I know how Lake Street mm-hmm. feels. Yeah. <laughs> when I was driving the wow. whole way. It's a fascinating experience. Jamie Lynn Sigler also welcomed a baby. So she so had sweet. her second son. And oh my gosh, these new this photo I, of she her looks son. stunning. Maybe. She just looks Glorious. She looks like fresh and happy and wonderful. She was, of course, on The Sopranos. She and her husband welcomed Jack Adam is his name. Mm. And uh, this was cute. She said, we'll talk about your tardiness eventually. But for now, we've got a lot of love to give. So he must have been overdue. She suffers from MS, which she believed would affect her ability to conceive again. It apparently took her five pregnancy tests for her to be convinced that she was actually wow. expecting her second baby. Uh, she said she was just really worried in the back of her mind if that would actually happen. She would actually be able to get pregnant, and she did. I don't know if I realized that she had MS. I somehow, I must have missed that. She talked about that in 2016. Okay. So, yeah, like, but she's doing really well, which That's is wonderful. Wonderful. And yeah. you always, you kind of hear different stories from mm-hmm. people on how they're living with MS. It's a challenge. Um, Ann Curry is talking about Matt Lauer. The hashtag Me Too and the pain of leaving the Today Show. She did an interview with People Magazine, which is going to be on newsstands on Friday. So they're giving us a little bit of a teaser. Um, she says, she, this is the big headline, Ann Curry breaks her silence. And she's talking about her reaction. She says, most of the men I've worked with have been exemplary. Um, but she says, I feel real hope that change is coming, that our daughters are not going to have to face what the majority of women in this country who have entered the workforce have had to face. She is returning to TV with a six-part PBS docuseries called We'll Meet Again. And she says of her darkest days after leaving today, she says, I'm not going to say it wasn't hard, but I had to let go. And I learned that when you not only let go, but open your arms wide and learn the lessons that an experience, no matter how bad, can teach you that is when you rise. Boy, that's an Ann Curry type of thing yeah, to say. Right. Don't you feel like she she has to believe that she, you know, the, the right things happened to her? Yeah. 
Yeah. Meaning like she was supposed to be where she is now and she's only going to know that when there's some distance. But I mean, like after all the stuff that's gone down at today, she's got to be like, oh, I'm so grateful I'm not in the middle of that. And I keep thinking, yeah. I wish she would write a book. And then I think even more about that. And I think I don't think she's going to go back and visit that time. Maybe at some point she will. I mean, maybe, uh, but I don't think she's going to tell it in the way we want to hear it. She's yeah. going to tell it with that perspective, like Bradley said, of like having found herself in this wonderful space. Yeah. I want to hear the nitty gritty. The one thing is, it's just so not surprising because, I mean, NBC just has a history of doing this with the Today Show. When you look back at like Jane Pauley and Deborah Norville and mm-hmm. all Who, by of the way, them, is on TV. Deborah I, Norville. I, uh, and Jane Pauley. Jane Pauley she's hosting CBS, CBS Sunday morning. Sunday morning. I know. It's Which, lovely to it was, see her. I, I only know that because not that I am actually up on Sunday morning watching CBS. But uh, I watched the clip, uh, that interview that Oprah did with the Time's Up women, and, right. and Jane Pauley was the intro, and I was like, oh, that's a voice that I'm glad I hear again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice to have her back. She um, she took over, and she is doing really well. What's interesting about that show, it's totally worth DVRing, Sharon Stone's interview on Sunday yeah. that just aired was we just talked about that phenomenal. Too. Yeah. yeah, and then Oprah with the Time's Up, it was really great. I mean, that's one of the best shows on television that has not changed well, at all. Right. I will say, you know, we typically go to church on Sunday mornings, but when we miss church, that is like our, that's our thing. Get yeah. the coffee, sit down Sunday morning. Kids go find something else to do. For sure. We're just here. record it. You can watch it anytime. Police are investigating seal for sexual battery. Oh, uh, this is an interesting one. There's an actress named Tracy Birdsall who alleges that Seal uh, lunged at her during a visit to his home and then tried to forcibly kiss her. Now, they are friends. She says that he commented on her revealing well, outfit more. and then yeah, began right? to grope her, even though she told him to stop. We're going to actually be talking about this a little bit later in the show. But, you know, he he had that whole incident where people thought he was calling out Oprah. Yeah. And then over his Instagram, he um, said some really wonderful words yesterday. And while we were listening to it, I thought to myself, I wonder if he's going to get called out. Yeah. And, and that guess was what? what she said was that when she heard him talking about supporting the Time's Up movement, she said she had to speak out. Wow. So, I don't know. That's Woo. there. Thanks, you guys. More on that later. with you. Elizabeth Thanks, Reese. Elizabeth. You can check her next Dirt Alert at 520. You can also see her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock on Channel 5. Now, when we come back, we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize if you get them all correct. 651-641-1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Snozberries. Who ever heard of a snozberry? We are the music makers. And we are the dreamers of dreams. Entertainment. We've got 30 seconds. We're going to give you five questions. You could win a prize. It's our 30-second pop culture challenge on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Joe on the line, and what is he playing for, Ms. Halle? Joe is playing for a four-pack of tickets to see Paddington 2. Oh, Joe, the timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready, brother. All right, here we go. Fashion designer Gianni Versace was originally from what country? Shoot, uh, France? Nope, keep going. Uh, Sweden? Nope. Uh, Europe somewhere? Uh, England. Pass? Pass. The Jonas Brothers got their start on what cable TV network? Disney? The singer Seal used to be married to what supermodel? Uh, Madonna? Nope. 
On Beverly Hills 90210, where did the Walshes live before they moved to Beverly Hills? Minnesota. What Geico <laughs> advertising characters had a short-lived sitcom? Oh, Joe! Oh, man. Oh, man. Joe, I'm so sorry you didn't win, but we play it every day at 1230. You had 30 fun. second pop culture challenge. You can play again tomorrow. Thanks for playing. Thanks, Joe. Uh, should we go through some of those? Yeah, so the ones that he missed, uh, fashion designer Gianni Versace was originally from what country? Italy. And uh, the singer Seal used to be married to what supermodel? Heidi Klum. Correct word there is which. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm just giving you crap. <laughs> and last, the one we didn't even get to. What Geico advertising characters had a short-lived sitcom in 2007? The Cavemen. I would not have known that. I think I would have forgotten that, but then when you when it's written there, yeah. I'm like, oh, I remember I would that. Have, I would have said, lizard! Oh, how many episodes did that dumb thing run? Maybe six. It's, it's about six now, too many. Oh, yeah. I would just like to point out, not only do we have the Geico lizard, but we have, you know, you know what the worst offender of um, com- obnoxious commercial people is. Affleck? No. What? Who? That what? woman. Who? Who? What's her name? There's With the lots- hair. I well, am trying. Is it progressive? To- uh, oh, Flo? Flo. Oh, God. <laughs> Put a fork in her. She's done. <laughs> Kill it with fire. Every time I see one of those commercials, I'm like, we have all moved on. How no? do you feel about am I, Flo? Am I the only one who hates Flo? Um, no, I think no. there are people I guarantee who hate you if Flo? you open the phone lines right now, people would call in streaming, get rid of Flo. I just, you know, here's the thing. No more Flo. I don't watch commercials anymore. I'm just telling you, that's the future, uh, you don't man. Have a ch- I got news for you. Have you been online lately? You don't have a choice. I know that's actually true. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, thank you, Bradley, for going through the correct answers. And again, you can play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 1230. And now, we do love to solve a good mystery. We like to do so in the form of blind items Holly brings to us. We call it Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item today has two people involved. Oh, a twofer. A twofer. The ex-wife of an A++ lister and the A++ lister. Okay. Okay. Those are the people that we're thinking about. What the heck is an A++ lister? I mean, Jesus? Well, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Everybody knows them. All right. In a desperate attempt to get higher ratings for this lagging franchise... Think about that. This mm-hmm. lagging franchise. Okay. The ex-wife of an A++ lister has been offered three times the salary of anyone else in any of these cities of this franchise to join the show. Okay, wait. In any of the cities of this franchise? Yes. Now think of a franchise that's on television. Oh, Real Housewives. Ah. Yes. So who's the A++, A++ plus? Plus lister on the Real Housewives. Well, think of the ex-wife of an A plus plus lister, a woman who's on. No, oh, who, who, oh, would, who oh, would have oh, a fantastic oh, place oh, in this okay. universe? Yep. Okay. So it's got to be somebody uh, in Hollywood. Well, it's not necessarily Hollywood. New York. Oh. Uh, no. Um. Donald Trump, Ivanka. Well, Ivana, Ivana, Ivana. That's his think daughter. Of, Ivanka. Think of a uh, a different Marla Maples. Yeah. Oh. Yay! 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 
Oh, I got two dicks. You are so excited. <laughs> well, I just, you know, because yeah. I thought who else could yeah. be that is fascinating more plus list at this point. It has yeah. to be somebody who transcends the celebrity. Celebrity, yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, yes. So Trump and Maples. Wow. Okay, right. so Marla Maples. Okay, do it. Do the whole thing. Do the thing you do. We'll fill in the blanks here on this blind item. In a desperate attempt to get higher ratings for the Real Housewives franchise, Marla Maples, the ex-wife of Donald Trump, has been offered three times the salary of anyone else in the Real Housewives franchise to join the show. Okay. I think that's brilliant. Is this one confirmed or is this? This is speculation. Okay. So, you know, Marla Maples, the last thing she did was Dancing with the Stars. And, uh... She, I think people kind of fell in love with her on that show. That was the most recent time we saw her in that way on the screen. And I think people fell in love with her. If she would go for it, I think, I think it really would do the work. I still want Ivana though. I mean, that woman would be so much more fun to watch, you know, after a few cocktails, oof, the stories she would tell. I know, maybe they should start throwing some dollars at her. Maybe they could get a twofer. Maybe they should have both of them on the same franchise. That should just be its own reality show. Okay, ready? Go with me. Marla and Ivana. Go with me. Marla and Ivana, and they live together in a a swanky New York... Okay, fine. A trailer. trailer. Put them in a trailer. That's good. And they have to, like, in order to get, like, rich things, they They have have to... to Challenges. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And whoever wins gets the rich thing. Like, like they start with can, like rags of clothing. You can have your bidet if you complete this challenge. It's called. It's called. <laughs> it's called. It's called. Ready? Yeah. Marla and Ivana rags to riches. No, it would have to be like a. It'd have to be a little bit of a twist on rags to riches. So like rags to britches. Oh yeah, and like whoever wins gets pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, even right. better. Rags to bitches. Ah! Yay! Yeah! Or how about this? Hags to bitches. <laughs> okay, no, that was actually too far. All right, well, that was fine. Okay, anyway, let's pitch that to Bravo, but in the meantime, in between time, let's move on. <laughs> Yeah, we're, just, so we're very we're excited. We're very lot creative of coffee this today. Lots of coffee. So this is an unconfirmed blind item, and we have to figure out who the A-list singer is. Okay. All right. So we're trying to figure out the A-list sinner, sinner, well, singer. Well, you know. We're all sinners. <laughs> that's right. In this unconfirmed blind item. Here we go. This A-list singer who is hoping for an Oscar next year and won't get it is still on tour. The promoters have been getting huge incentives to fudge all the box office numbers and have been giving away several thousand free tickets to each show just to make it look close to filled. Ooh. A-list Oscar wannabe? Is yep. it a girl or a boy? It is a female. Okay. A-list singer who is hoping for an Oscar an next Oscar. year. Well, next year meaning this year? Okay, can I ask you this question? Yeah. Is it, Would it be an Oscar for a best song type Oscar? No, it would be an Oscar. For an acting. For an acting performance. Okay, Okay, so what? This person is still on tour, not in this country, however. Oh, who just went on a European tour? Who's on a European tour? Who's on a European tour? Who's on a European tour? It's not Mariah. No. Um, Oh, God, who's on it? Oh, That was also in a movie. Well, no, this movie has yet to be released. That's why they're hoping for the Oscar next year. It's not Mariah. It's not Madonna. It's not Is it Lady Gaga? She wasn't in it. Was it? Oh, duh. Of course What's she in? Oh, yes. Forgot. Okay, 
fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks. All right. Lady Gaga is hoping for an Oscar next year. She won't get it, but she's still on tour. But the promoters of her tour have been giving huge incentives to fudge all the box office numbers and have been giving away several thousand free tickets to each Lady Gaga show just to make it look close to filled. Wow. Lady Gaga going to be starring in A Star is Born. Yep. That's going to be out this coming October. Wow. Apparently it's a hot, hot mess. She tries so hard. I mean, she tries hard and she gets rewarded for it. It's the same disease Madonna has. I mean, God love her. She's got a lot of money and enough talent to be a a problem. Madonna don't care. No, I know. What Madonna cares about is not being compared to Lady Gaga, right? Don't they have like a rivalry? Don't they like have a rivalry? Of course they have a rivalry. But the point is that is manufactured. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Actually, by the way, by the media. Um, but uh, I'm just saying she has always believed that she is an amazing everything mm-hmm. she does, mm-hmm. which is very similar to somebody known by the name of Madonna. Mm-hmm. Are, are you, you, you were not happy about that movie, right? In the first place, a star is born. No! Yeah. Okay. Yes. I watch, thought so. I'm sorry. Watch the almost original. It's not the original Holly. Correct. Because the original was in what year? It was in the thirties. Yeah. But the original is not the one that was the best. The one that was the best was Judy Garland, Judy Garland and, and James Mason and James Mason. So the fact that, it's like I love Bette Midler, mm-hmm. but when Bette Midler, I'm probably going to get hate mail and I'm probably not going to be let into the meeting this month. But when Bette Midler did Gypsy, I was mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. no. And now yeah. my favorite Gypsy. At least Gypsy, they made that one for TV, didn't yeah. they? That was made for TV. That was made for TV. Yeah, which I feel like that's like a way of saying like, we know this isn't going to be as good. So we're just going to put it on TV. Yeah, I, I, I'm just I don't <laughs> want to see A Star is Born with Lady Gaga. And apparently nobody else really wants to have anything to do with Lady Gaga. There you go. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've got a new show that I am completely obsessed with it at this point. Uh, Hear what it is. We're going to find out what Bradley's obsessed with. And we're going to find out what TV show we have been obsessed with. That's getting a spinoff on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Let us do the entertainments. Yeah. Take your time. Who cares if you're late going to work? If you need us to, call Dawn right now and we will call your boss and tell him or her to kiss our grits. Uh, That that you're going to be late. Now, other radio shows wouldn't offer that service, but we do. We got you. We will call your boss and tell her or him. To kiss our grits. That kiss you're, my grits! That you're gonna be <laughs> we late. should just leave that message and then hang up. <laughs> and hang up, wouldn't that be great? Good afternoon. Thank you for calling Consolidated Companies. This is Gretchen. Kiss my grits! And then just hang Click. up. I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we should call people's bosses with a variety of our famous sound bites. Like, you know. Oh my gosh. Good morning. Thank you for calling Consolidated Companies. I'm quick to check a bit if she is out of line. <laughs> 
bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of friends discussing their faves with friends. My Talk 1071. Well, I have spent the last 48 hours totally absorbed with a show that I've got to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Um, what show I are you watching? I'm obsessed with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh. So this is an Amazon Prime original show. I think I might be slightly late to the game on this because people have been oh, people have been talking so. not, about it. Not in this day and age. Well, no, I mean not. I don't think in in the grand in like the world at large, but around here because I've been hearing about it from other people and people saying, "Oh, you got to watch this show. Oh, you got to watch this show." Um, and I have that rule of threes. Once I hear it from three people, I'm like, "Okay, I got to see what this thing is all about." Yeah. So after the big game on Sunday, I thought, okay, I'm just going to, well, no, it wasn't even after. It was during the big game. I thought, I just need to like put something in my own eyeballs for a minute. And I thought, oh, I haven't started this show yet. It is so good. Okay. So tell us what, what is good about it. Okay. So like, what's the story? So the story is, um, and I'm going to oversimplify it because it really is more than this, but it's the story of, uh, of a woman named, uh, Midge Maisel. She's married. And, um, through a series of events, uh, she realizes that her marriage is over. And through another series of events, she realizes that the thing she wants to do with her life is become a female comedian. It's also not it's not set in current in present day. It's sent in, set in the 1950s. And so you have like that delightful kind of backdrop of a, of a bygone era um, in a time where women would um, fall, pretend like they were falling asleep next to their husbands with their full hair and makeup done and then. When their husbands were snoring, they'd get up and they'd wash their faces and put their hair in their curlers and whatever, go back to bed and then wake up to get all zhuzhed up before, before their husband woke up so up. that he would think everything was perfect around him. Oh my God. You know, it's funny because that's the other thing I oh, notice when I'm, those days again. when I'm watching. Do you really? No. Because I don't. Mostly because I don't have a wife. <sighs> I don't want to be that wife. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the thing that's so funny about watching this show is there's like a little bit of a comedy to that. And it's sort of this balance between a woman doing something that traditionally women weren't doing in that era. Yep. Right. And, uh, and also seeing how difficult it was to make everything look perfect while she's balancing it with this thing that she's not supposed to be doing and how she's, and, and also not supposed to be divorced. In that so era. is it um, like funny, serious? Yes, like... yes, all of it. Okay, it's m- more funny than serious, and that's one of the, the other thing is this is created by the creators of the Gilmore Girls. Um, it's uh, Amy Sherman Palladino, and sh- there's a sensibility to her um, writing and styling. Um, there's a complexity to it, so it's not just like it's not just like joke punchline, joke punchline. There's there's a lot of heart in it in the yep. middle of all of that. Um, and it just is, it takes you on an emotional ride. And it is rare that in 48 hours, I can try to find the time to cram in so, almost eight episodes of a show. Is it a show that you need to binge or you just, no. I mean, I know you liked it so much that you were binging, but do you feel like um, no, you, you have can, to? Nope. You can do it in little bits and bites. And they're hour long episodes? Hour long okay. or just under an hour. And you how know? many are there? 
There's eight in the first season. Okay. And and this so that's not, yeah. that's not too much of a heavy lift. You can watch that in a weekend. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Are you watching anything that's got you excited right now? Um, yes. So I oh, and I meant to pull the name. It there's um I just started watching. It's kind of like the Great British Baking Show mm-hmm. Light. Mm-hmm. And it revolves around um an Australian um, a guy by the name of Zumbo, and he—it's like a pastry chef, candy confection guy, Ooh. and everybody—it's—it's it's kind of like Great British Baking Show in that everybody is competing. So it, it's probably going to sound very similar to something you would see on the Food Network. People basically competing to you know make the best creations, mm-hmm. but it's it's Australian, and I was talking with a friend about this yesterday that. Um, I don't know what it is about American reality shows, but we always have to ruin it, right? Like <laughs> so we true. always have to. Um, but it's not even just reality shows. We manage to ruin sitcoms and everything as well. Yeah. Like we just it's like we take everything a step too far. So reality shows like on the Food Network, again, I love a lot of them. But ultimately, it, it, it there's always got to be this like amped up faux drama, mm-hmm. you know, like and the the editing style is very like pew, 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 pew. Ah, everything's going to die. Um Again, the, this particular show is called Zumbo's Just Desserts. I just want to get it correct. Zumbo's Just Desserts. He's big in Australia. Everybody like follows this dessert guy, and he's got stores and everything. So people are like falling all over. You don't know who he is because you're like, I've never heard of this mm-hmm. guy. But that doesn't even matter. It's it's just kind of another fun watch that's not too serious. You can have it on. You can you can sit there and watch it, or you can have something on in the background. Um, it's on Netflix. Watch that was it. my question. Yeah. Is that so that's where we that's we where we're getting it. it. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Zumbo's just desserts. Zumbo's and just again, desserts. There's just an ease of uh in, of of watching that I don't think often is the case with uh American reality. There's always like a tension in yeah. American reality. And it's fake tension. Yeah. It's like you know, like when we come back, find out who just chopped somebody's head off. Yeah, and I kind of wonder, like, why is it that they think that we need to feel that we have no attention spans because we want like like we have to go from zero to 60 right away. I think there's room for more than that. But I think like the lowest common denominator would say, you know, we need to get we need to constantly build tension. Well, I'm going to build a little tension here okay? because I got to tell you. So remember House of Cards? Remember that TV show? Yeah. Remember Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Remember the tension that we felt around that because Kevin Spacey accused of multiple allegations of sexual misconduct on set. Now, more recently today, there were some allegations about a racist language that he used on set. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like it goes from bad to worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, you know, that show is done. Uh, And they announced that Netflix was like, we've pulled House of Cards by. And we were all like, that's a bummer because the show, it was great. They dealt with some really interesting things. And there's a whole like cast and crew that's now out of work. Well, guess what? Today, we have learned that Netflix chief content officer Ted Sarandos has confirmed that there will be a House of Cards spinoff. So you, we will be able to watch Joker's Wild. Yes, that's what it's going to be called. Actually, they, we don't have any details about, about what it's going to be called or who... 
It's going to thank you, you guys, for that rendition of Joker's Wild. Um, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any details yet about the plot of the show or who will be joining the cast or any of that. We don't know any of that yet. But what we do know is Netflix has their attention toward filling that gap where House of Cards was mm. with something that will be equally mm, interesting and dramatic. All right. Well, so I'm, I'm that's there something for that. to look forward I'll to. Definitely check it out. Right? I will be tuning in. Now, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, yesterday we talked about Aziz Ansari, and Brad said, you know, we are kind of in a new chapter with this Me Too movement. Well, we've got somebody who has been able to put that into better words than we were able to. We'll tell you about that after this on Colleen and Bradley on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. No more rhymes now. I mean it. Anybody want to feel it? Entertainment.